Hi, y'all. This is Kristen Chenoweth. Hi, I'm Gloria Stefan. This is Sarah Bareilles. Hi, I'm Patty Lapone. This is Lynn Manuel Miranda. You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Raindrops on roses and whiskers on kittens. Bright copper kettles and warm woolen mittens. Brown paper packages tied up with strings. These are a few of my favorite things. Ooh, happy Halloween. Ooh, I love... <laughs> I was trying to be a ghost. You sounded like Edith Bunker. Ooh. That's... that's. Oh. That's my warm-up exercise for my singers. Uh, but if you know else what that is, that's from uh, the original Friday the 13th. Wow. Kevin. I'm just going to do that throughout this episode to celebrate the Halloween. Okay. What are you going for as Halloween? What's your okay. Halloween? So um, <clears throat> I, I have not mentioned this yet on the podcast, but Halloween is my wife's favorite holiday ever. Mm. Uh, and so we celebrate Halloween the entire month of October. And this October was special because there was a Friday the 13th. So that was like second Halloween, basically. Uh, but to answer your question, we are going dressed up. Um, and it shocks me to, that some people have never seen this Halloween movie. This is not my favorite thing, although it is my favorite thing often. <laughs> and I'm like really jacked up right now about this. And I haven't even had coffee. Rob just slid back a little bit in his chair. Um, Labyrinth. I'm a little you know scared. the movie Labyrinth? I do know the movie Labyrinth. Fantastic. Jim Henson, David Bowie, Jim Henson movie, David Bowie, Jen a young Jennifer Connelly. Uh, and so Sutton and I are going as David Bowie and Jennifer Connelly, except Sutton is David Bowie and I'm Jennifer Connelly. I bet you guys are going to look gorgeous. It's not fair! Is that your line reading? Yeah, that's my line reading. That was good. And, and Sutton just has to walk around going, you remind me of the babe. What babe? <laughs> the babe of the power. What power? The power of voodoo. Who do you do? Do what? Remind me of the babe. Have you worked on this all year? <laughs> no, Rob. No. Is that why I don't see I you mean, so often? Because you guys are rehearsing so much? For like a month we've been working on it. You know, my costume's like literally sitting out in the bedroom. I have a nice sensible frock shirt and a little vest jacket that I'll be wearing. Sutton's wig came in the mail the other day. It's very exciting. This is a big moment in your guys' life. So you really love Yeah, Halloween. except we had no party to go to. <laughs> we were going to go to the Sleep No More Inferno party, but then the tickets just got out of hand. So, what we are, you, like, so where are you guys going to go? What are you I gonna think do? we're going to stay in the story area. We're going to go to see Dawn of the Dead on, on, that, on that Halloween oh. at the 
Museum of Moving Image. Which I is love just down the Museum the of Moving Image. Speaking of Labyrinth, uh, just a shout out to them because they have a fantastic, now permanent Jim Henson exhibit there. So they have all, all of Fraggle Rock, uh, The Dark Crystal, all of the Muppet movies. They have all of the really cool, cool stuff there. So this there. is the Museum of the Moving Image yeah, in, it's in Astoria. Yeah, it's near the Kaufman Studios. Which right is across. great. It's, it's a great it's museum. It's a great museum. So we're going to start there. Then there's a beer garden nearby and we're, there's, they're having a big costume party. We might go there with... Some of our, our local friends. Oh, my God. How fun. We'll have a good time, guys. Why, thank you. What about so you? Are you going anywhere, getting dressed up? Putting, no. on a, putting on a unit or a wig? <laughs> no. I just sit and look outside the window and watch the kids. <laughs> what are you supposed to be? <laughs> I have a Reese's Pieces. Oh, God. It's from oh, 10 I, years I ago. I know who you are. You're the Here's creepy pedophile from... Uh, um, oh, that's who it is. Family Guy. Because remember, one of my favorite things a while back was... Family Guy. matchbox of our oh. home. And, he, and they, Finish. shot for shot, copies the movie. Made of real chain link. <laughs> a grill out on... I can't do it. For those who don't know, this is a family guy, the creeper down the street. The, the creeper guy. down the street, who yeah. was like president of the Fred Savage fan club. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's a very... God so is that who you're weird. going as? Or are you going as? Him? I'm going as the creeper. Yeah. The All way. I have to do is shave a little bit, and everything else is ready to go. Because <laughs> I normally wear that blue bathrobe around the house. Oh god. Just talk to myself. Oh god, Rob. Maybe I should go as one of the characters I've introduced on the podcast. Like I could go as Freddie Martinez. Could. I could go as Mrs. Garrett from Facts mm-hmm. of Life. Hey, we should be. Uh, we should say that um, we're probably going to hopefully get to chat with her at some point. Yeah, we Charlotte Ray. Yeah, we just made a connection with Charlotte Ray, which and actually ties into my favorite thing. You are so good. <laughs> Take it away. No, but we uh, are. You, are you getting dressed up at all? At all for Halloween? To, or I think meant to talk to Charlotte. Ray. No, I, we are going to talk to her though. That's exciting. And I'm wearing a tuxedo to talk to her. But I want to do the whole interview in her voice and see if she catches on. She'll notice it. Oh, is it like being in three penny opera? <laughs> <laughs> well, Charlotte Ray did a lot of Broadway stuff. She Little did Abner. That, she did Little Abner. She did three penny opera. She did, and I and I wish I could find this on YouTube, and it's not there. She does the best rendition of Candor and Ebb's Yes that I've ever seen in my life. Wow. I'm not. I'm seriously. There's no joke. And that wow. she literally does the best rendition oh, like of what I've ever heard. Well, interestingly, in, interestingly enough, uh, we can talk to about her about another uh, musical uh, she was a part of in this TV film that I wish to talk about today. A TV film? A TV film made in uh, England. And then uh, she's the lone American in the cast, I believe. Maybe the, I think the other girl, the, the girl. In, anyway, uh, and, and it was played on the Disney Channel. I think it was a Disney Channel. Every single year for Halloween. And that's how I knew it, from 86 to 96. Uh, it, was, it was on Disney Channel every year. Uh, Charlotte Ray had two characters in this movie. So I'm just going to tell you what it's called. It's called The Worst Witch. <laughs> Have you heard of this? I saw on your Facebook that you were watching it. I'm obsessed, Rob. To the say I'm obsessed, to say that Sutton and I, I at first I was like, honey, I remember that. So let me just. Oh, there's so many things to say. I can't even get it all out at once. Um, so, <laughs> it's based on a children a series of children's books by Jill Murphy. There's a recently a Netflix has just released a television series based on these books as well. I'm wishing to talk about uh, the movie from like 1986 um, that was made for TV uh, and. Where she's the worst. Uh, she plays two roles. So she it's 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 about this girl who, and Tootie th- is a pumpkin. <laughs> th- this girl who goes to a witch's school, not a very a very Hogwarts in style. She goes to an all girls witch school. Um, Charlotte Ray's character play is um, she plays the headmistress basically of this school, a headmistress Miss Cackle. But she's also got her evil her evil 
her, cackle? Yes, and her evil twin sister lives out just outside of the city, and her name uh, is, uh, uh, is evil witch Agatha Cackle. So she plays two characters. One is like this proper British like school marm, and the other is like a down co- country. Like she's got this like southern Agatha accent. Cackle. That yes, Agatha Cackle. And so the Agatha's trying to overthrow the school, basically in this seventy minute version. However, I've not talked about the most important part. Although Diana Rigg plays one of the teachers in it, she's coming to Broadway this year, which is kind of fun. In My Fair Lady. Yeah, and she plays she plays like the cool teacher. So basically, it's about this girl who struggles at school because you know she's the worst witch, even though she turns out to be like the one that saves the day at the end. Basically, not a lot happens Aww. in this movie, but it's a very sweet little thing. But the coolest part of the film is Tim Curry. I love Tim Curry. Tim Curry is amazing. He is. Uh, I, I I said this is 1986. This can't have been. This has to have been like 83. It doesn't matter. Um, but there are musical sequences in this movie. There's two or three songs. The songwriting team, Charles Strauss, Don Black. Oh, my God. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I know. Our Charles Strauss. Our Charles Strauss, who we interviewed for the podcast. Somehow I left out talking about The Worst Witch, although I don't know if he'd want to talk about this song. But this is, the, this is what you, everyone asks. That you do not have to go watch The Worst Witch, but you do have to go to YouTube and type in Tim Curry in The Worst Witch. Or just type in... Anything can happen on Halloween, the song he sings. So they all, this is an all-girls school. They call him Big Daddy Wiz. <laughs> I'm not I'm not kidding you. I knew a guy who had that screen name. Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. Big Daddy Wiz. <laughs> not touching it. Um, so uh, I, I, I really wish to talk about this musical number that he swoops in, and they're like, yeah. Said it again, and he swoops in. He's got the, he's got a cape with those two poles in it, so he can he can use the cape to like swing around like like handles. What was his name again? Big Daddy Wiz. I just want to let the listeners know. Every time Kevin says it, I literally do a take to the window, <laughs> thinking there's an audience there, being like, "Is this as crazy as I think?" Sometimes, Kevin, I don't know if these are actual real things or if you're just trying to pull one over on me and being like, I think you have your own separate you, podcast you know, called What Does Rob Believe This Week? How does Stump Rob, does he will, he will he go for it? No, and you, I haven't even talked about this song. So this, this Don Black, I mean, these lyrics are, I, I, I usually we don't opine about things if it's negative, but I have to say these are some of the worst lyrics I've ever heard in my entire life. They are, they are so bad. But Tim Curry, that's a close-up, he's in front of a blue screen, clearly, and he is acting his face off, literally, uh, it, it, for the camera and behind him is it literally just a reflection of every single thing he's talking about so he, there's an like introduction and the, he, he talks about a skeleton and then they show a skeleton behind him Ooh. and he said the pumpkin might smile and the pumpkin smiles next to him but it's horrible early 80s graphics on top of a song that has horrible 80s electronic music orchestration oh, so I it's like that. so bad but it's actually so bad it's good and then he gets the song proper and the word Halloween you can imagine if you just open up a rhyming dictionary and just said well what rhymes with Halloween well I can tell you in the last verse of this song because the song goes something like this anything can happen on Halloween your dog could turn into a cat and he opens up his his, his opens up his like uh, his cloak and there's like a cat image and he closes it opens up there's a dog image so but then at the very last part of it, he, okay, here we go. Um, your eyes could turn green. Um, let me give the other words he rhymes. Uh, sardine, spleen, queen. Um, and then um, my favorite one is in the middle of all of this. He's like, you're something done to your sister's eyes. You, your hair could be green. Has anyone seen my tambourine? 
<laughs> Has anyone and, seen in the my midst of tambourine? These lyrics that make no sense whatsoever. But he's he's he, he's like going for the Tony Award, and out of nowhere, unrelating to everything. Has anyone on a key change too? Has anyone seen my tambourine? And he plays it, and then. Throws it, <laughs> just throws it away. He saw it. He doesn't need to do anything else. He and just then it's the creepy, it. and he turns to look back, and it comes back for it again. You know, creepy, weepy, and he just—it's like Forty Second Street, like you know, <laughs> where they just rhyme the words at the end. But they, but like Drowsy what? Chaperone, where they actually don't make sense at all. Um, <laughs> it is, it is so campy and weird and wacky, and I, I think it's brilliant. I think it's required Halloween watching. And it is called. It is called. Oh my gosh, I'm <laughs> out of breath. All right, so the movie is called The Worst Witch. You do not need to watch the movie, although it is camptastic and fun and wacky and weird and only 70 minutes of your life and on YouTube. <laughs> but the clip that we are going to watch as soon as this is over is anything can happen. Just type in Tim Curry in The Worst Witch. And you'll get, because then in the longer clip that's three minutes long, you hear the girls actually go, Big Daddy Wiz. There again. Said it again, Rob. Said it again. See, I did a take. You're welcome. I did a take. When you guys watch it, we'll post it on, on the Instagram because uh, I'm obsessed. All right. Happy I, Halloween. Well, when we interview Charlotte Ray, we're going to ask her about it. Oh, you it. better believe I'm asking her about this. That's all you want to talk to her about. Yeah, just like all I want to talk to Pat Birch about is Grease 2. <laughs> <laughs> we had a good time with Pat Birch. Yes, we did. It was fun because it took her a while to warm up. Oh, when I was editing that, full disclosure, friends, with that Pat Birch interview, sometimes we would ask her things. We'd be like, so, the me nobody knows. Yeah. What was that? How did that thought come into your life? I don't know. I did it. <laughs> That's it. Done. Like, and then and you was so funny because you would like you'd be like, okay. All right. Well, uh, and then uh, Candide. Candide. Yeah. Did it. Did it. Well, what I wanted to do was to have her listen to Lewis Stadlin's interview about her. That would have been great. He like hated her. He did not like her. That we should have brought them on together. <laughs> I just saw Lewis Stadlin. Yeah, at the Honeymooners in Paper Mill. Oh, he was in it. No, yeah. he was. He, he was, was in it. Oh, he's in it. Yeah, he was in oh, it. Good for him. Yeah, at um, mm. it's yeah, the Honeymooners at Paper Mill. All right. It was very. It was a very bizarre night. May I tell you why? Please. We're sitting there, and if, if for those of you who don't know, the Paper Mill is about a fifth, thirty-minute train ride yeah. from New York. Yeah. It's close. Thirty-minute. Driving time, maybe 40, 50 Depends minutes. Depends on traffic. I've made it in 40, but yes. Well, we're sitting there right before the curtain goes up, and all of a sudden the manager comes out, the general manager comes out, or the the, the, the house manager, and says, hi, ladies and gentlemen, we have a little bit of an incident going on. The um, cast is stuck on the highway in the van. There was an accident, not that they were involved in, but it slowed down traffic, so... Uh, <laughs> We're gonna we're gonna wait about twenty minutes. Oh my gosh! Before the show begins, so you got an extra twenty minutes before the show starts. Because that's what they do. The cast is from New York City, and there's one van that goes, and you you get picked up by the van on the corner of front of the Westway Diner, and yeah. and you go together. And oh, they they man. were all, they the were all stuck. They, so we were all say, wow. but then we went to see the show, and Michael McGrath was playing uh, the lead role, mm-hmm. and he's very sick. Michael McGrath was very sick, mm. and he did the whole show. I'm going to get to a point in a second. That's Just fine. go with me. I'm with you. He was very sick. It was so clear the guy had literally no voice. And if you know the Honeymooners, he's a big, loud, bombastic. Yeah. And Michael was doing everything at a whisper. Yeah. And then before the last song of the show, Michael stopped the conductor and he stepped forward. And I was like, oh, is this part of the show? And he goes, hi, ladies and gentlemen, just so you're aware, because I'm sure you can tell, I'm not in the best voice right now. And I, 
and I don't know if I'm going to be able, I'm supposed to sing a big song here in Aria. And he's like, I, I don't know if I'm going to be able to do it justice. So okay, I just, Debbie Reynolds. I, I just, wow. <laughs> I just wanted to let you know. Yeah. Uh, anyone applauded and stuff. I don't think he needed to apologize, honestly, because at this point we're like, listen, we've been with you for two and a half hours. No, we, we can we tell. Got it. But this is why I gave that man a standing ovation. How many performers do you know on Broadway who call out because they have a hangnail or they call out because they have an audition to go to oh, yeah. or they call out because their their cousin is coming in oh, from yeah. out of town? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. Peter Felicia made a joke saying that, um, you know, how remember they wanted to remove, like lower the floor of the Palace Theater. Remember they were going to lower it? He yeah. Said, he said they're not lowering it for any other reason except to add to the board outside that at this performance, this role will be played by this, by this, by this, by this, by this. So I was like, you know what? I know so many actors who would have called out right. so fast. And what a trooper. He went through and he did it. And even though he wasn't at full capacity, mm-hmm. I think he was absolutely incredible to be doing that. And I yeah. wanted to take a moment to applaud him because I know a lot of people who yeah. would just be like, I'm fine. Right. No, that's I'm great. fine. Yeah. So anyway, I just wanted to do do a shout out to the great Michael McGrath in Honeymooners at Paper Mill Playhouse with former guest Louis J. Stadlin. (laughs) Nice plug. Did you like that commercial? (laughs) That was really good. To the moon, Alice, or at least Milburn, New Jersey. (laughs) The Honeymooners running for two weeks only. Senior discount on Wednesday. This is Rob's audition. Went for the voiceover work at the theater. Do you think I could do it? Oh, yeah, definitely. Bet your bottom dollar that Beth Level and Chris Seba will be starring in Annie. Good casting. Did you like that? Yeah. This season, four Broadway-bound musicals, none of which you will ever hear again, come to the Paper Mill Playhouse. I, <laughs> the show I worked on did that. <laughs> Little House on the Prairie. Were you on Little House yeah, on the Prairie? Yeah, I was assistant music supervisor for that. Sarah was on that. My friend Sarah Ford. Our friend Sarah Ford. She did it before. Uh, oh, before she was before Paper you? Mill. Oh, was, okay. She did it up at... Uh, the theater in Wisconsin, Minnesota, St. Paul, that area. That, oh, oh, the, the Guthrie. Only, yeah, the only or the Guthrie? Guthrie, probably that. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, um, so so uh, I, so I, I'm going to get this job at Paper Mill, though. Yeah, you're done. Yeah, you definitely you're hired. <laughs> or you could just play Daddy Warbucks because I think that'd be a good Halloween costume for you, Rob. Boy, I I wanted a boy. Orphans aren't. What is that? Whoa, careful! Or, orphans aren't girls. I wanted a boy. Orphans are boys. Oh no! <laughs> Listen, the only way I'm going to play Annie, because people have been like, "Have you ever played Daddy Warbucks?" Mm-hmm. No, and the only way I'll play Daddy Warbucks... Catch me at the Eagle on a th- <laughs> 11 o'clock on a Friday night. You can call me whatever you want, honey. Call me whatever you want. You can call me Daddy Wiz, Big Daddy Wiz. <laughs> I will only do Annie on stage if I get to sing Sign. What? If I get to sing Sign. Okay. Do you know Sign? No. Okay. Okay, wait a minute. In the Carol Burnett ver- movie, yeah. you've seen the Carol Burnett of Annie, course. right? Yeah. With Anne Ryan King where she does that weird dance. Mm-hmm. And then they do 20 minutes of the movie Camille that's plunked in the middle of the Annie yep. movie. And I literally fast forwarded it yeah. every time. Do you know why they did that? No, why? No, I really don't. That's oh. a legitimate question. There's I no don't like. Know. But like, if you, for our listeners, if you remember, in the, yeah. a, in the Annie movie with Carol Burnett. Out Radio City Music Hall. They go, let's go to the movies. Yes. And then they go see Camille, I think, with Greta Garbo. Yeah, weird. And it's literally. Like the whole fucking movie of Camille. I'm so angry. In the middle of, because when, when you're a kid, you're, you're like, like, just get to the song and dance. Like, where's what? NYC? Like, like where'd Punjab go? Yeah. That's really what I keep he's thinking. He's smoking out back. He's, he's like, I got a smoke break. 
He's like, I'm fine. My van so didn't I'm get in perfect paper mill. Thank you very much. He's on my, <laughs> on my equity 10 with Anne Reinking just dancing around. Okay. But anyway, but in the movie, Daddy Warbucks and Miss Hannigan have a duet where he asks her to come and sign I the paperwork. I, to t- get, I haven't seen the movie in years. And then he starts to blackmail her. Oh, wow. You lock the orphans in the closet. They love it. You hawk their Christmas souvenirs. Drink. You so they added that for the movie. Yeah. Oh, wow. It's called Sign. And it's a great duet, and I'm only doing it if that duet's in there. Otherwise, I don't want to. Otherwise, I'm, well, it's listen. like penny in a pocket for when you do Hello Dolly someday. When I do Hello Dolly someday, <laughs> opposite Sidney Lucas is Dolly Levi Gallagher. It's gonna be great. It's gonna be wonderful. Penny in my pocket is gonna start the show, end the first act, and be the curtain call. The they will all have to wait behind me until I finish my third encore of Penny in my pocket. Then, if I let them, they can bow. If you let them. If I let yeah, them. Yeah, I understand. You know, you know my catalog. Oh, yes. You can come see me in my mama's hat box. Which <laughs> is a throwback <gasps> to our last what episode. Is, yeah, no, we're still on. Is that, or is that this one? I don't no, even we know. we moved on, Kevin. Uh, what's your favorite thing? My, besides Penny in My Pocket? Mm-hmm. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chabacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chabacasino.com welcome to the family no purchase necessary vgw group void where prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply Oh, this is very sweet. Actually, I want. Can I? May, may I throw us a sweet one? Let's be tender. Let's be. Let's be tender. Let's be true. I don't know. I just made it up. Did you like it? It was nice. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Okay, so here I'm pulling up some information for for you. Okay. <laughs> um, thanks for doing your research. This. <laughs> I'm sorry that I don't have memorized every fucking frame of the worst witch of Waverly Place so or whatever angry. the fuck it was so called angry. with Big Daddy Wiz. Um, I'm not angry. I am hostile. Um, oh my God. This is actually very sweet. May I give you a sweet yes, one? Yes, I do. I'm excited. Um, a, few, ooh, a few months ago, I got an email from a listener um, saying that, oh, I hope that one day one of your favorite things is Alice Platon. Who, if you remember Alice Playton, who was a, a character actress, what are you doing? What are you my showing me? It's literally my next favorite thing for the next episode we're gonna we're gonna do. I did all this research that she's my. I, are you kidding me? Yeah, surprise! That's the next one. Yeah, literally, Alice Playton. This is, is the so first weird. time we've matched up. That is so weird. I kept I had to ruin it because it's like. Well, what That's do I do so now? Weird. Is this your? Is she your favorite thing? Yeah, but no I, way. But, let me, but I want to explain why. Oh my! Oh well, gosh. now we're in a quandary. Oh, we're going to record five today instead of six. No, 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 no. Here's what I'm going to do. It's amazing. You're going to talk about Alice Playton next week. I've got another one prepared. I just, can I give you a little? Yes. Little foreshadowing. I'll tell you why I okay. picked her. 
That's so crazy. But this is good. We can talk about this. I can't believe this. It happened wow. after what yeah. 91, 92 episodes. Yeah. Good for us. Crazy. Kev. We did pretty good. On guys. Alice Platon of all things. On <laughs> Alice, and I'll tell you why. Um, uh, so a listener reached out and said, "I wish you would do one on Alice Platon because um, I really, really admired her and I liked her." And I thought, "Oh yeah, she'll, she'll be. She'll come up at mm-hmm. some point." Um, we had Neva Small on a couple of weeks ago, right. and she talked about Alice Platon. So anyway, I checked my email today, and this is what I got in the email. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. Thank you both, and Neva Small, for remembering my wife, Alice Platon. We were married for 35 years. I miss her every day. Joshua White. My heart. So her, oh, her husband my goodness. listened to the interview and wanted oh. to thank us, and Neva... Um, but it just got me. We were married for thirty-five years, and I miss her That's every day. Really so I wanted good. to. I wanted to take a moment to oh, to remember her. But I, what I'm so passed way too young. Way too young. But what I'm real sixty-one or something. Yeah, she. Oh. Was, I think. She, yeah, sixty. Sixty-three. Yeah. Um, but let me put her for next week. Sure. So okay. you you have her next we'll week. Both will then. Yeah. We, we, we bo- preview. <laughs> so then I'll give you. Uh, then I have another favorite thing to throw at okay. you. Okay. My other favorite thing, in the spirit of Halloween, because maybe this is a little bit more appropriate because it's Halloween, Halloween is all about disguising yourself. Right. And being somebody you're not. Right. So I would like to celebrate someone who's made an entire career of being someone they're not. Ooh. Someone who uh, I think is such a genius and is so brilliant at what she does that I want everyone to just bow at the brilliance of Charles Bush? No. <laughs> see what I, I see what you did there. Yeah. No, at the brilliance of the one, the only, Christine Petty. I knew you were going to say that. Christine Petty. Yeah. Who I love. Well, it's so funny. We were just talking about her because the concert I, I will, will have done by now, but the, the end of the world goes around. She was going to sing Arthur in the Afternoon and all the different voices, Liza, Bernadette. Unfortunately, she wasn't able to join us, but she's so funny. I've, I've done a reading with her. I played opposite her. Did you and, really? Yeah, a, a show by Bobby Cronin. And um, it was, uh, she, you know, it was a, I'm like, was in charge of the nursing home and it was, she was one of the old ladies in it. And She was an she old was lady a student, in a nursing yeah, well, home? Yeah, well, it was a reading. Okay. But she was, oh my gosh, so funny. I... I first discovered her with shit that Liza Minnelli says. Do you remember those videos that used to go around shit that like blah, blah, blah says? Yes. She did one called Shit That Liza Minnelli Says. Oh my gosh, that was so funny. And I think it's like filmed in her dressing room at whatever show she was doing at the time, like Newsicle or something. (laughs) She does the best Liza Minnelli impression. Unbelievable. Who just throws out the most random names, (laughs) then is trying to convince... I think Beyonce, that they should do a matchup of Poker Face, right? Beyonce sings Poker Face, right? That's uh, Lady Gaga. Gaga. Yeah, it's Gaga. Oh, sorry. Lady Gaga sings Poker Face and Heat Wave. <laughs> and she goes, they're literally the same song. She's trying to convince her <laughs> that they're literally the same song and will be perfect <laughs> for a mashup. I think I watched that clip every single day at least three times. <laughs> Then I got into a really big kick with her. So she does the 12 Days of Christmas where she's a different person. Yep. First of all, her Julie Andrews. Who the fuck does Julie Andrews? Because right? we should say, oh, you're going to probably talk about her for Britain Broadway. But like she, I mean, that is where she's cut her, a lot of her teeth on these impress, impressions. Because for Britain Broadway, as you know, friends, is where we kind of poke fun at the theater industry yeah. by sending up, throwing up a couple of the, the performers, up, <laughs> if you will. Performers. You know, but like, you know, making, joking about them, their isms. You know, you can, okay, 
you can hear a Bernadette Peters song and go, oh, that's Bernadette Peters. But you can't imitate. I find it like, how do you imitate her? God bless Christine Petty. She throws those shoulders back. She sticks, oh, it's sticks physical everything too. out. Yeah. It is genius. So her 12 Days of Christmas is pretty amazing. Her I, And I'm telling you I'm not going is amazing. And her trick is every verse is done as a different Broadway diva. <laughs> the great impressionist, and I use the word great in quotation marks, Rich Little used to do that as well. The only difference is, you know, Christine Petty doesn't have to tell you who she's doing <laughs> while she's doing it. You kind of got an idea of, of who it's supposed to be. That was always my favorite on Rich Little's things. Rich Little would be like, yeah, yeah. Uh, is this uh, the star uh, way to stair, stairway to stardom? No, no, Rich Little was like a legit impersonator. Oh, he was like the... Oh, well. He did the best Johnny Carson, and he did the best... Um, like Richard Nixon. Like, those right. were his two big ones. Yeah. Then everyone else, you're like, okay. But he, you, you would be like, oh, who's he doing? And he's like, I'm Jimmy Stewart. And everyone would be like, oh, my God, he does such a good Jimmy Stewart. You're like, you wouldn't know who it was unless he told you who it was. Um, but Christine Petty is just genius and a, and a brilliant, brilliant performer. And we're gonna. I'm very excited. I'm going to be honest with you, Kevin. I don't get starstruck easily. I get starstruck by the weirdest people. Yeah. I, you know that now oh, yes, at this I do. point. I like, love that. I can be like, hey, Mr. Sondheim, how you doing? Right. But when Joyce DeWitt calls me, which I we're going to talk about. I thought you were joking about that. No. All right. Maybe uh, next episode. May, oh, yeah, you're right. I should say next episode because I'm getting a little too excited. I think well, I need I to know. lay down a little bit. Um, Christine Petty yeah. uh, is doing Woman of the Year for me yes. at 54 Below. It was actually her idea to do Woman of the Year. We were doing a concert together. And we were just shooting the shit. Yeah. And first of all, I'm like, in this room, in this room, it was Joanna Gleason. Barry Bostwick, Katie Huffman, Charles Strauss, Richard Maltby, and I'm sitting there talking to Christine Petty going, oh, 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 oh all tongue-tied and you. perspiring. Because I'm just like, I love you yeah. so much, but you're trying to act cool. Do you know right. what I mean? Like, oh, you're like, yeah. Conversational oh, cool. biggie. And oh, she's yeah. like, yeah, I'd love to do Woman of the Year. She's like, you should produce that for me. I'm like, oh, yeah, sure. I'll see if I can make that work. And I'm like, ah! <laughs> what I Christine Petty's talking to me. <laughs> um, but awesome. we, but anyway, so we're doing Woman of the Year, November 29th. She's going to be one of the Tesses because I have eight Amazing. Tesses. Um, but the most recent one that signed on is Joyce DeWitt. TV's Janet, Three's Company, Joyce DeWitt. The love of my life. I can't believe it. Joyce DeWitt. A friend texts me and goes, aren't you supposed to direct her from like 100 feet away? <laughs> like, yes, I'm going to just use a megaphone to tell her what needs to happen. It's crazy. So anyway. I love but, Chris, that. but Christine Petty is my favorite thing this week because if yeah. you've not... Oh, you might have seen her most recently when they when uh, they announced Bette Midler doing Hello, Dolly. She did that really funny video of other people that auditioned for Hello, Dolly that didn't get it. <laughs> so she was Oprah. She was Patti Lapone, She was Bernadette Peters. She was Angela Lansbury. Yeah. yeah. Just, and her stretch is also pretty good. Oh, she's, yeah. Her she's, stretch she's is amazing. dead on. Um, I'm, I love people who can do impressions. I'm so fascinated by that ear, that ear yeah. that can pick up pitch and cadence and rhythms and stuff. Oh, yeah. And she does it so brilliantly, and she's so funny. So start with at least Shit Liza Minnelli says. Done. Oh, then watch the one where she goes to save the Edison Hotel. <laughs> okay. It's her and Jackie Hoffman as the waitress. Oh, my gosh. And I don't know who's playing the guy, but it's Larry King. It's supposed to be Liza Minnelli and Larry King go to the Edison Hotel. Oh I don't know who that gentleman is, but he's very funny. Awesome. So happy Halloween. Happy Embrace being other people like Christine Petty. Yes. And, and uh, check out Anything Can Happen on Halloween by Tim Curry in The Worst Witch. Have you seen my tambourine? Has anyone seen my tambourine? Was this your 16-bar cut? That was it. <laughs>
Raindrops on roses and whiskers on kittens, bright copper kettles and warm woolen mittens, brown paper packages tied up with strings. These are a few of my favorite things. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. I'm Victoria Cash. Thanks for calling the Lucky Land Hotline. If you feel like you do the same thing every day, press 1. If you're ready to have some serious fun for the chance to redeem some serious prizes, press 2. We heard you loud and clear. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com right now and play over 100 social casino-style games for free. Get lucky today. At LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.